Welcome to Soul Driven, a podcast dedicated to exploring the intersection of living a soulful and spiritual life in a driven and ambitious world. Join me for life inspiration, practical how-tos, and interviews with people who are successfully living a soul-driven life. My name is Anna Hendricks, and I am your host. Thank you for being here. Hello, hello. I'm so pleased to have you join me for our first Driven lesson. It kind of feels like we're at the beginning of this podcast with all of these firsts, but we're just in a bit of a shift and we'll be moving forward. So as a reminder, the Driven lessons will focus on business lessons. So things that I've already learned or I'm currently learning within my business or with my clients. This week, I'm sharing a lesson focused on a topic that's often overlooked, the importance of asking for help. And before you shake your head or consider this one conquered, hear me out. Many of us assume that we can ask for help, but we rarely do it. And while that doesn't always hurt us, it definitely does hinder the success that we find in life. So today, I'll be sharing my own difficulty embracing this habit within my businesses. I will explain how it leads to success and how to ease into it on your own. So while this episode is geared towards entrepreneurs and business owners, there's literally no one that couldn't glean from this lesson. Everyone could do better about asking for help. So let's dive in. I grew up in a Mexican restaurant, literally. When my parents bought the restaurant, they decided to build our house onto the back of it because my siblings and I were very young. It was an interesting life, to say the least. Our dining room table was this prep table in the back of the kitchen. We ordered from the cooks and gave our dishes to the dishwasher. In between crazy dinner rushes, my parents would like run back and kiss us on the cheek or ask us how our day was in the midst of us scarfing down our food. And we even got called downstairs to come and help out in the restaurant and bus tables if it got too crazy, pretty often. (laughs) A little side note that I will say, kind of growing up with your own Coke machine makes you pretty popular among your classmates. And I guess I should thank that because I've never liked Coke or any other soda products myself. Anyway. My parents are very hardworking people, and I'm super thankful for that. They taught us what it was from a very young age to work hard because it was just a part of our everyday life. I mean, the restaurant and its success was just as much ours as theirs. And we saw how hard they had to work for everything. My mother would sometimes come to games with a laptop on her lap. I mean, my parents would like show up at games with their, uh, with their apron, apron still tied around their waist. They worked really hard. But in the midst of all of that, it didn't really leave a lot of time for us. And we were left alone a whole lot. We built forts inside and outside. We went on adventures in the woods. We had a lot of freedom. So as you can imagine, we grew up very independent. Now, as the oldest, I was responsible for my younger siblings, right? I made sure the house would 
was picked up, that they did their homework, and that we maintained peace as much as possible. Basically, we just needed to do our part to stay out of our parents' way so that they could take care of the restaurant. And of course, they never said that, but it was kind of implied. It was certainly something that we all picked up on. So we learned to take care of everything ourselves. Well, as much as we could. (laughs) And to this day, all three of us are incredibly independent and we don't make the best employees. We're very hard workers. All of us are entrepreneurs actually, but we've never been good at just taking orders. We have questions. We see better ways to do things. And that often leaves us on our own to complete things, to complete tasks. I always said that depending upon who my boss was, I was either the least favorite or the most favorite employee. Bottom line, the manager who stayed out of my way made it a winning combination for both of us because I rarely needed help and initiative was never an issue. Now I can't say all of those traits are desirable. I have definitely been fired a couple of times and that was never fun. I am very direct and sometimes that comes off as cocky or arrogant, but that was never the case. It's just how I was raised. If you see something that needs to be done, you do it. And if you see something wrong, you fix it. Basically, you do whatever needs to be done to stay out of the way. (laughs) So when it came time for me to start my own business, I was in completely new territory, meaning I didn't have all the answers and I was not a fan of that. I didn't want to have to ask for help. I didn't want want to have to ask for anything. I mean, in my family, if you wanted something, you worked for it and you got it for yourself, period. I saw asking for help as weak. I assumed my credibility with my business especially would be tied up with how much I asked for help, so I rarely did it. And the first couple of years with my agency were tough, all capital letters. I mean, I, I gritted my teeth, I figured it out, and I did it. And while that may sound cool, it wasn't. It was painful. It was unnecessary. And it cost me what I love most in business, which is efficiency. I failed way, way more than I needed to. And sure, I mean, you could call it pride, and it certainly was that at some times, but it was more so just that I had never been told that it was okay to ask for help. I know I'm far from the only one. You're probably sitting there shaking your head like, yeah, me too. I mean, it's just like this kind of like unspoken thing that the majority of us are raised, right? Like kids play, stay out of the way, don't make any noise, don't bother anybody, right? (laughs) But you need to bother people. You need to ask for help. For whatever reason, the majority of us have issues asking for it. And if you don't think you do, then I invite you to ask yourself how long it's been since you asked someone directly for help. Considering the impact of the COVID-19, most of us should have done this at least once within the past two months, right? Now you might be surprised at what you discover. Every time I think I've got asking for help down pat, (laughs) I ask myself this question and it always surprises me. It's like, wow, I really haven't done that in a very long time. But all of this not asking for help came to a 
huge screeching halt when I decided to start a retail business in 2016. Why? Because I didn't have any experience with retail outside of the brands that had worked with my agency. I knew nothing about manufacturing, hiring, or anything really. I just had a great idea. So all of a sudden, my number one strategy became asking for help, asking questions, asking for introductions, asking for everything, it seemed like. In fact, I often said like, my greatest superpower in this business was that I didn't know anything, so I always had to lean on others to find out or learn. And the difference between a retail business versus my agency was huge. I mean, product versus service, hiring in-house staff versus an online team. With my agency, my team was fully remote. I only paid them when we worked, and I could do the majority of their jobs if they quit on me. So I wasn't in a very vulnerable situation. But with the retail business, forget it. (laughs) I needed all the things, right? I needed a designer, a powder maker, a seamstress, and so much more. There was zero way that I could have ever done that job on my own if they decided to run out on me. Now, sadly, I built a retail business that I think was too advanced for its time. So I closed it at the end of 2018. But I gained an enormous life skill in the midst of that process, and that was the ability to ask for help. So during the time while I had my retail business, I had never shut down my agency, but we quit bringing on new clients so that I could focus on my retail business. So after I shut it down, I stepped back into my agency full time again. And guess what? Big surprise. The world, the marketing world had changed a lot right? It had matured by leaps and bounds. And all of a sudden I was put back in a situation where I needed to ask for help a lot. And I did. This time I did not hesitate. I mean, I had just shut down a business, leaving me in a lot of debt and I needed to get to work fast. So I I began asking for help everywhere that I could. I asked my friends if they knew of anything, if they had anything, if there were any projects available. I took on projects that I had never done before. I did whatever it was that came my way. And what's crazy is that within six months, my agency had not only transitioned into new offerings, which I was really excited about, but it was rocking it out all over again. This story, all of this to say that asking for help is huge. I wanted to give you a real life example of why it is just the enormous difference that it can make when we get into the mind frame of asking for help. It saves us time. It builds credibility because we actually share our humanness. In fact, um, Brene Brown, she did this presentation on trust that is incredible. And one component of trust isn't just when a person feels like they can ask us for help, but we ask them for help too. And that flies in the face of everything that we've been told, right? It's like when your friends come to you for help, you get to kind of be like the almighty person. But what we don't realize is in the midst of that is like, even though we're not meaning to, like a part of us is kind of judging them. If we cannot go to them as well and also ask for help, That's a huge give and take. 
And that really creates a lot of trust. Some of the most like most successful entrepreneurs in the world have this down. They surround themselves with people that they can ask questions to, with people that they can get help, you know, on on subjects that they aren't qualified to handle. They ask for help if revenue is you know is falling apart and they're not sure what to do. They ask for help if they need to learn how to better manage other people. They ask for help over accounting. I mean, they ask for help continuously because they need it and they're not afraid to say that. And that is why they are successful. As that old adage goes, the only dumb question is the one that is not asked. And they know that by continuing to ask, they'll be continually moving forward. So now that we've talked about the importance of it, let's talk about some ways in which to get comfortable asking for help. But first, I have a little caveat to share with you, of course. <laughs> While asking for help can lead to all kinds of useful outcomes, it's equally important to guard yourself in this process because not everyone has our highest and best in mind, right? And the majority of the time, it's not even malicious. You know, it's the parent who suggests you do something because they want to keep you safe versus really thinking about what it would do for you as a person if you went out on this limb or a friend or your partner. In that, it's very important to live by a few rules. So I'm gonna share mine and as always, take what works, leave the rest. And if you don't like them, I suggest build your own. So number one, only talk to people who found success in that area that you're needing help in. So. I don't go to one of my girlfriends for relationship advice if she's been divorced and like, you know, just kind of dates constantly and and doesn't seem to get anywhere with it. Not because there's anything wrong with her, not because I'm better than her, not because of anything like that. But if we want to learn, then we need to talk to people who are already successful in that area of life. Same thing with business, right? If you want to learn about your business, about your accounting, go to someone who's rocking that out. Number two, don't assume that because someone has a lot of success or talent or experience in one area that you should blindly follow them. So in the midst of my retail business, we actually um, were invited to be a part of like this very sort of, you know, fancy elite whatever group for female business owners where we were going to be getting all of this um, advice and mentoring and these things with our business. Well, <laughs> I went in and just listened and I kind of like jumped the bandwagon, if you will, and started like putting some of these things into place. And before I realized it, I was more confused and more frustrated and more just, just irritated is all get out simply because I had just listened to these things blindly instead of pushing back, instead of asking my own questions, instead of like really going deep. And that leads me to number three, listen, listen to what people have to say, but decide for yourself. It's really, really important that you understand that all of the wisdom that you are ever going to need is inside of yourself. And I think asking people is awesome. Um, it, and if you want to go a little bit deeper on this, you can listen to my last podcast. I am my own guiding light. It's really good. 
Okay, so let's jump into a few ways to ask for help. Number one, change your perspective. Asking for help is not putting you in debt of anyone else. That is pressure that we put on ourselves. And if the other person does expect something in return, then they aren't the one to go to next time. Just because you ask for someone, like ask for help, doesn't mean that you owe them anything. That's not how life works. We've got to let that perspective go. Because on the flip side, that puts us also in that position that when someone asks us for help, then all of a sudden in our mind, we're kind of like, well, what are they going to do for me? Those are not places that we even want to go. And of course, we can't do anything about the other person, but we can do something about ourselves. Number two, be honest. Some of the advice that I have seen before in regards to asking for help tells folks to like play ignorant about what they're asking, which I think is terrible advice. Do not do that, okay? Integrity might be a lost art, but we can bring it back. Talk from the heart, open up, and explain why you need their help. When you can be open and vulnerable with people, you will be blown away at what they will do to help you. Number three, have a specific ask and make sure it's doable. So the more specific your ask, the easier it is for the other person to accommodate you or not. But be mindful of what you're asking for, right? Don't go asking the CEO of some like super busy organization to help you pick out office decor. <laughs> That's not what they're there for, right? Be mindful of the, you know, the requests that you are making. Number four, make sure you ask someone who has the ability to help you in, your, in that area. So don't go asking an accountant for marketing advice, right? Or vice versa. Like do your research ahead of time so that you don't waste their time. Not only does it show that you've invested on the front end, but it also respect, like translates to respect for their time. So if it turns out that they can't help you in that area, then they will likely introduce you to someone who can. Number five, do all that you can and then let them handle the rest. Don't ask someone to fully take over something unless you truly can't do any of it, right? So if you're asking for introductions to people, be very specific about who they are and why you want to be introduced to them. If you need help with the logo, make sure that you collect all the things, right? The colors, examples, any ideas you have, and bring all of that to the table. Do whatever it is so that you can respect their time. And finally, number six, be grateful. This should obviously go without saying, but even the best of us can get caught up and forget to adequately show how appreciative we are. Send a thank you card. Give them and their business a shout out online. You know, send a heartfelt email if that's all you can do. Whatever it is, make sure that you show you are grateful because they will be much more likely to help you again if that arises. <laughs> so that was the la la. I almost did good here till the end. <laughs> That wraps up today's Driven Lesson on the importance of asking for help. We are here to help each other. I mean, like humans, that, that is like what we want to do. I know that in my heart that when people come to me and they're like, Anna, will you help me? Like, that is what I want to do. And it doesn't matter how busy I am. It doesn't matter what's going on in my life. 
that is the heart of like basically all of us. It's in our DNA. We want to ask for help. So don't be afraid to ask for it. My mother once shared with me that by not asking for help, I don't allow someone else to bless me. And that really kind of hit me hard. I loved that because when we ask and we give them that opportunity, that's pretty awesome. So don't forget, the only dumb question is the one that is not asked. This is one habit you can't leave behind if success is what you're after. Now I wanna hear from you. How will you be asking for more help from here on out? Find me on Instagram at Soul Driven Podcast and share on the post for today's episode. Use the hashtag Soul Driven Podcast or send me an email at souldrivenpodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. If today's message was helpful, please leave me a review on iTunes and share it with those you love. Don't forget to sign up for the email list. Worksheets and other tools will only be shared with that community. All links for today's show can be found in the show notes. Be safe, stay well, and don't forget, when you invest in yourself, the world benefits.